Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Hey, 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 guys, you are going to love today's episode if you like quick and easy fixes. That's what I'm about here, giving you some life hacks, and today's episode is just for that, and it's so exciting. But meal planning and why. I started this journey a long time ago and have the journals to prove it, and I just found one while I was prepping for this podcast, and I, as I sat down and read through it, I just laughed and laughed because we were so poor, and you know, I didn't know how to cook very many different meals, and I was always calling home to say, how do you do this, or how do you do that? Menu planning and handwritten menu plans would get bring back nostalgia or be nostalgic, but it sure was. So I'm going to give you nine reasons why you should do it, try to convince you, and then I'm going to give you a super simple implementation plan. How's that? And I know nine is a little weird, but that's all I could come up with. All right, so number one. So if you're taking notes, you got your pen, you got your journal. If you don't, just hit pause and grab it. If you're driving, then, you know, commit it to memory and come back to it. Number one, this is the biggie. This is the biggest one of all is it saves you time and the headache of answering the question, what am I going to fix for supper? Ah, I guess I could, that could be number 10. We could have number 10 as stress, but it answers that question. It's going to save you time and the headache of answering the question, what am I going to fix for supper? Now that reason is the most appealing to me. So when I say productivity in this podcast, I don't mean that you're trying to always achieve some level of perfection that the world has. Heck to the no. I'm talking about getting through your days and not falling into bed exhausted every night. If you save time here, then you're you're going to be way ahead of the game. It's reducing your grocery store trips. It reduces your time you spend wandering around looking at things. And, it, and when you meal plan, it lets you know what you have and what needs to be prepped. You know the menu and you know what needs to be done. So it's going to save you time and that headache. Number two. You always have a plan and you should have that food on hand to cook whatever meal is in your plan. Hope that made sense. So when you have a plan, you have set menus for each night. You're going to shop for just those foods, but you're going to have all of the ingredients you need to cook any of those meals, which makes it super flexible. Just because you say you're going to have spaghetti on Monday night doesn't mean you have to have spaghetti if you're in the mood for those sausage croissant roll-ups have that. Number three, it forces you to look at what you are eating. How about that one? It forces you to look at what you're eating. Our default zone is to just go to something quick and easy or to eat the same foods 80% of the time. So this allows you, it forces you to kind of think through that a little bit and add variety. Number four, it allows for special diets 
taste buds, and picky eaters. But you're going to keep in mind that you are not a fast food drive-by restaurant where everybody gets to place their order and everybody in your house is eating something different. Nope, nope, and nope again. Let me help you with that, sister friend. You can cut that mess out. I give you the permission right now. That's not going to happen because you're going to set it up so that you've got something for everybody at the same meal, and that is that. All right, next one. Number five, it's going to cut down on what you waste and what you throw away because you are going to be fixing the right quantities of the meal, and whether you're planning for leftovers or not, you're going to fix the right amount of food, so you're not just throwing things away. Number six, when you meal plan, you get to share the joy of cooking with everyone because they can help. They know what needs to be done. If you're running late and the husband's home early and he's got the kids, he can see that what's supposed to be there on the menu and he can get started. If you've got older kids and you've taught them how to be little junior chefs, then they can help as well. Or when you're home and they can help. Number seven, it lets you experiment with new recipes. So when you are planning a meal and you're like, you know what, I, we've had this, I want to do something different, then it's really easy to either use an online app or your cookbook. Oh, imagine that, going back to those old cookbooks. And if you don't have any, go to Goodwill, pick yourself up one, do yourself a favor. But it lets you have new recipes. And because you're going to shop for what you need, then you can pick that up while you're at the store and then you, you have it ready. Number eight, if you meal plan, then you can meal prep and that saves you a ton of time. A trick I learned from a friend years ago is do a same basic recipe, modify it, chop all the ingredients for multiple meals. So that's huge in, in the saving time. If you make it, if you just set up a time, if you're going to chop one onion, why not three? If you're going to chop one carrot, why not five? If you're going to whatever it would be, celery, if you're going to make a vegetable medley, celery and carrots and onions, and you can put it all together. And it's amazing how you can mix and match that. You can meal plan, you can meal prep. Number nine, it gives everyone a voice and no excuse not to eat what has been fixed. And we're going to talk about that. Number 10, I just came up with one off the fly. It lets you be healthier because you can, you're more in control of your portions and you can look at your menus and you can see where, oh, I need to add fruit. Oh, we never eat vegetables. We never have this. So it lets you balance what you're buying and it lets you balance that plate where you're looking at the plate and it's not just going to be a steak and a potato in the conversation. Maybe we're going to throw in some other vegetables in there. So you have control over your choices. You get to be healthier. And then let's say that you're doing keto or you're doing a particular diet plan that helps you to stay in tune with that. Now, how do we do it? I told you I would have simple super implementation plan. I used to use a book called Once a Month Cooking. The premise of that is that you would have one day to shop, one day to cook and prep, and on the cook and prep day was the day that you all went out to eat. But you would cook and you would prep all of the food that you needed for a month. Well, when you're just starting out, that's crazy daunting to do a whole month at a pop. And depending on when you get paid and what your budget is, that might not work for you. So super simple implementation. We get us a calendar or a list. We're going to start out with a list, actually. And at dinner, you're going to go around the table and you're going to just ask everybody, Kaylee, what is your favorite meal? Write it down. Elliot, what is your favorite meal? You write it down. 
John, what's your favorite meal? You write it down. Natalie, what's your favorite meal? Write it down. You're going to go through all the family members and you're going to write down their favorite food. Then you're going to say, all right, now nobody picks spaghetti. Does everybody like spaghetti? And you get your, you get your little vote. So it's kind of like you're taking an informal poll. But what you want to come up with is a list of 10 items, 10 meals that everyone agrees they like and they could eat. And then when you get those 10, well, look at that. That is 10 days of menus right there. You got it. It's simple. Everybody got a vote. And then you agree that what you're going to do is you're going to work together to fix the food and clean up afterwards. And then everybody, because they've invested in this, everybody has agreed that they like the food, then um, makes just, it makes mealtime so much easier. Now, I also want to suggest with meal planning, really encourage you to bring back the family table, a time where you are sitting down together and you can choose how many nights a week this happens. In my ideal and perfect world, there's seven days in a week, so we need to be sitting down seven days in a week and eating. And I really tried for us to do that all throughout the crazy seven busy schedules, actually five children, seven schedules, uh, busy schedules in life. We made it a point to have family dinners. Now, it didn't happen every day. There were drive-throughs. We had DEFCON days. We defaulted to frozen pizza. Let's not make any martyrdom happen over here, okay? Let's be real. But when you do this and you get into the rhythm of doing it, it is so simple. You'll just be amazed at how much time you save. And then if you're using your click and shops or your free delivery, then even better. idea of meal planning that makes it fun for the whole family to get involved is if you have a farmer's co-op in your area where you're going to be supporting local farmers, you can teach the kids, you can go to the farm, you can, you can go to a farmer's market, you can talk about what different vegetables are, and you're just going to have a plan. It's just going to be an understood expectation or it is a voiced expectation. It's not just an understood that this is a new, we've never had rutabagas before. So we're going to try them. We're going to look up a recipe and everybody's going to try one bite. And you just set the expectation. It's something new. It's something different. We're going to try it. If we don't like it this way, then we can try it another way. But if you join a co-op, then you get a set box of new and different freshly grown fruits and vegetables, and you can use it that way. So that is it for this little simple episode, nine reasons why you need, actually, because I threw in that 10th one, it's going to save you time and the headache of answering the question of what am I going to fix for supper? You always have a plan and what you need to cook. And so that does make it flexible because if you're not in the mood, like I said, you just switch it. Forces you to look at what you're eating. Allows for special diets and picky eaters. So we're taking care of them by giving them some choices. Cuts down on what you waste and throw away. You're going to share the joy of cooking with everyone. And variety is the spice of life. You're going to experiment with new recipes. And if you meal plan, then you can meal prep. Gives everyone a voice and no excuse not to eat. And it's healthier for you because you can control your portions. You can control what you eat. You can add variety in and you're not spending money by going out to eat. That's it for this episode. I hope to hear what your great plans are. And over at kathylanham.com, if you want to pick up our freebie over there, I'm going to help you out with a couple of weeks of sample plans. So I don't ever leave you stranded. That's... um. You know, that's a hallmark of what I want to do. So you guys have a blessed day. Please leave me a comment below, participate, and we'll see you over at the Facebook group. Hey guys, 
real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.